Welcome to the Warrior Within Podcast. I am your host, KP Brown. Hey guys, uh, I'm back again today to talk about a couple more leadership theories that are out there. As I explained in the last episode, what I'm doing is, is putting these out there because I will be referring back to these in future episodes. So this is just kind of getting a framework out there so I can I, I have something to, to talk back to. They are leadership theories, but I really see these as just ways of influencing others and how you work with others. So the first one today I would like to talk about is transformational leadership. It really takes things up from the to the next level. You go from uh, being just uh, in transactional where it was here's a punishment and reward, the stick in the carrot idea that here's the reward if you get there, here's the punishment if you do not. Transformational leadership, really the idea here is that the leader is making a change in the individuals or organization that they work with. They are often very much a charismatic type of a person that really has a a vision or a look for those that they're working with, and they seek to have these people change. I saw it explained that at its core level or at its best level, they're really just people, these leaders are training other leaders. That's what they expect is that these people are going to grow up to become leaders of other people. They tend to, these leaders will tend to give the workers a lot of autonomy over their jobs. You know, they train them and then they let them go out and perform their jobs. And tends to have a really positive change in the uh, followers' attitudes in the organization, you know, generally as a whole. So there are four distinct behaviors in transactional leadership. These uh, behaviors are called the four I's. And what they are known as is one is inspirational motivation. Uh, another one is idealized influence. Then intellectual stimulation. And then finally, individualized consideration. Uh, first of all, inspirational motivation is when the leader inspires their followers to achieve. There are high goals set and they expect people to follow them. There is a commitment to a shared vision for the organization, and they will often go out and do motivation. I've seen a lot of this has taken off in the last several years. If you think of of companies that have their vision, their shared vision, or their mission statement, stuff like that, they want to get people to buy off on this. So the true companies that do this, they're really... This is something that it really will incorporate, that mission will incorporate into the culture of the company rather than just the people who write the mission or the vision statement, stick it on the wall, and then never, ever really refer to it again. Another one is idealized influence. So in this, the leader is the role model. Oftentimes, they will be the one who is walking the walk. They are... They will, uh, these type of uh, people in here tend to be very charismatic, very, very ethical. I think of, I'm going to call him out again, uh, in the Addict to Athlete uh, podcast and program, I recently did a study and wrote a little paper about them. And 
Coach Blue, who is in charge of that, he is a good example of the ideal, the idealized influence. He is one that went through recovery himself. He, the whole organization is based around the idea of when he was first starting to get clean, he had bought a mountain bike and he found that, hey, mountain biking is kind of a fun, fun little thing I can, I can uh, put my, some effort into. And it became kind of an additional outlet rather than turning to the addiction that he had before, he was able to turn a little bit more towards the, the athletics part of it. And so years later, when he was working with a bunch of people going through recovery, he had this idea, hey, it worked for me. Let's try going out and doing this run. And a whole movement was born off of that one, that one run following the example that he had uh, done earlier. Intellectual stimulation it's when a leader encourages their followers to think for themselves. So you want people to be able, be able to make their own decisions. The, if you are leading this way, you're going to be a lot more tolerant of people when they make mistakes because you realize that there is growth. So rather than necessarily being a punishment situation, it's an opportunity to step in and mentor people and help them grow so that you can... Uh, not correct them into it as much as lead them into the new behaviors. And then finally is individualized consideration. So the leader is going to establish strong relationships with their followers, and they're going to take time to support, support them and mentor them in what they're doing. Now, it's really cool. I had the opportunity. One of my former bosses actually did this with us. We were going through a financial a difficult time and the kind of our boss overheard what was going on and he called he called me in and talked with me and then sat down with my wife and he explained how he had he had had millions of dollars in credit card debt and went through what he did to get out of it and took the time to actually mentor my wife and I on how to navigate some of our uh, our debts that we had at that time it was really it was really cool that he would take that time, that, that individual consideration for me, rather than just looking at the organization as a whole. He would focus in on one of his employees and help them through something. So that is transformational leadership style. And that is the, yeah, like I said, the idea that you're changing people and you're making your, the people in your organization or the organization better into something else. Now, another one. Another uh, style out there that I'd like to briefly talk about is uh, participative leadership style. So the participative leadership style is really almost a very democratic way of working with the teams. Think of it as the the leaders. I, I would I think of them more almost like a, um, a facilitator almost. So they will uh, bring things to the group, and you'll make a group consensus decision. So think about it. Uh, you'll follow these type of steps where you'll come discuss things as a group. The leader shares all the information that needs to happen. People will share their ideas. They process the ideas and the information, and then they make a decision. So rather than the, doing this and then the leader goes off and makes his own decision, They'll come to a to an impl- a, a decision as a group, and then go off and implement this decision. 
and it, it's really um, a style that, that I've seen a lot, and it really blends in with a lot of the other styles. So it's funny that it's a whole style, a leadership style in its own. If you were to run uh, a company solely based on this, you're going to have a, a high amount of buy-in by the employees and the people working on stuff. They're, they're really going to buy in because it's their ideas and they're all coming to this group con uh, conclusion. But it, if, if you're having a hard time coming to a conclusion and consensus, it can really take a long time and it can be a huge bottleneck also. So this would not work under de a tight deadline or a crunch emergency situation, but it really works well in others, in, in other situations. So, uh, or at times I just see these intermingling in with others, like the transformative leader we just talked about can still have all these things, but when he goes in and works with the team can switch into this type of leadership style or whenever you're working with a group coming in with this, uh, this mentality, I tend to use this a lot when, uh, in planning sessions and stuff like that. So in the next episode, We'll go over the servant-style leadership. Really interesting concept that is a fairly new uh, theory. And there's actually, it's really big. It's really big in the software industry. And there's a lot about this I really like. I like the attitude in it. So we'll talk about that one. And then the other one is adaptive. We'll talk about those two. And then we'll be through all the leadership theories. Moving on from there into how to connect and uh, the energetic philosophy that I have and the viewpoint of how to do connection with people and take that through, through energy. If you have any questions or would like to contact me, please reach out. You can find me through dragonforge consulting at gmail.com. You can also find me at dragonforge consulting on uh, Instagram or Facebook. Uh, feel free to ask any questions there. Follow me to get more tips daily, whatever. If you'd like to hear more, please reach out. And thank you for listening.